Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. It's the semi-annual sale at Mattress Firm. For a limited time, get huge savings of up to $500 on our top-rated mattresses. We have more than 15 beds with over four-star ratings on sale store-wide. Like our fan-favorite Sleepy's Firm Queen mattress, now just $299. You won't find this deal anywhere else. But hurry in, this sale ends Tuesday. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. The following program is a Forbes and Podcast One production. Hi, I'm Denise Ristari, and this is Mentoring Moments, a podcast where smart, witty, and bold women are sharing their triumphs and their skids. We aren't just talking, we're taking action, and we're inviting you to join us every week in my New York City apartment, where we are proudly sponsored by the Business Platinum Card from American Express. This is like a true confession, in case you haven't noticed. I just love being with women who are powerhouses. And when they connect that with being an activist and being in the restaurant business, it's like nirvana for me because it connects all of the pieces that really gets me going. And so that's why my heart's beating a little faster today because sitting across the table, the table from me, is Pamela Elizabeth, who is the powerhouse behind one of my favorite restaurants here in New York called Blossom. There's more than one. There are eight restaurants, right? You have eight restaurants now? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So you have Blossom, you have Blossom Du Jour. Yes, Urban Vegan Kitchen and Coco V Chocolate. Which is here in New York, but is delivered across the country. Yes. So everyone yes. go to, we'll give you links to this after, but it's delivered all over. And her celebrity clients include Russell Simmons, Anne Hathaway, Alec Baldwin, Gwyneth Paltrow, and a whole lot more. A whole lot more. A whole lot more. <laughs> She's like smiling at me like, you haven't even touched the surface. And you have a new gourmet cookbook that just came out we in do. April. We do. Called. Yes, called the Blossom Cookbook. Blossom Cookbook. And you can find recipes that we had when we first opened the restaurant 11 years ago and recipes that we recently created. So um, it's just a wonderful compilation of all of our uh, vegan uh, efforts are uh, uh, gourmet and delicious efforts are going have gone into the book. And the book is fabulous. And the only reason I don't have one here is because my new thing to take as my new thing a couple weeks ago to take as gifts when people invite me over to dinner are lottery tickets. But the other night, someone invited me over for dinner, and I didn't have time to go buy lottery tickets. So I gave them my I gave them the, my cookbook, your cookbook. Oh so I ordered another one, oh and it'll be goodness. here today. But I ordered more than one because I thought, you know, in addition to lottery tickets, giving away some of my favorite cookbooks wow. is a great thing to take to my friend's home. So that's the only reason why there isn't one here today. And Pamela is an animal activist. Yes. And we're going to get into that, so I won't talk a lot about that because I want you to be able to talk about it. But it is connecting those dots that got you to where you're at. Absolutely. Today. Absolutely. So we're going to get into all of that about how being an entrepreneur, an activist, and a restaurant owner all connect. <laughs> and we're going to kick off, though, with my mentoring moment. So this past week, I was at an event and I was interviewing someone where we were kind of doing a mentoring moments live. And it, during that, I said to someone, how many people here have experienced the imposter syndrome? 
and the look on everyone's face and then the majority of the room, their hands went up. And we started talking about that. And then someone said, will you define what does the imposter syndrome really mean? And I said that you have a place at whatever table that is that you think you didn't earn, that you don't deserve it, you're not good enough, and someone's going to find out that you're an imposter, even though you're not. But it's that little girl that lives inside of women with the imposter syndrome. And so I shared my story of how I used to think, how I used to really suffer from the imposter syndrome. Um, when I was at USA Today, I didn't go to college. And everyone knew that. I mean, that this was not a secret. So I wasn't lying about it and saying, yeah, I've got my master's from Wharton or anything. I mean, that was, that was known. And even though the department I was working in and that I headed up, we were making a whole lot of money. Inside me, my, we were hiring younger women in our department, and they all had their master's degrees. So the little girl inside of me was saying, I can't leave USA Today. Who will hire me? I don't have a college degree. I couldn't look at it and say, that doesn't matter. You've been out of college now, or you, know, you should have been out of college now for 15 years, if you're looking at the ages. Nobody cares. <laughs> but I couldn't get over that. And then my therapist one day said to me, you know, Denise, you're one of the most marketable people I've ever met. So the fact that you think this, don't come back. I mean, if you're going to continue to think this, just don't come back because we're getting nowhere and that people don't care. And that was the beginning of me realizing that I'm not an I wasn't an imposter, that that diploma didn't make me who I was. So after the Mentoring Moments Live, I can't tell you how many women came up to me and thanked me for sharing mm -hmm. that story and said, I, you know, I've read about it, but I didn't, I've never heard women talk about it. And I told this story, I was like, because if we don't tell these stories of what we've actually gone through in life, we're all going to read the stories and say, well, that's great that so-and-so wrote this article on the imposter syndrome, but we don't hear like, what did that look like? And how did you get through it? Right. And there are days that I still used to, I mean, up until a couple of years ago, now what I do, I just say, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to figure it out. And mm -hmm. that kind of clean, gives me a clean slate in my own head to say, that's okay to not know how to do something and figure it out. So have you ever suffered from the imposter syndrome? Oh my goodness. I think everyone has. And I certainly, I certainly have. I think what you just said is so important about taking that moment to recognize it, that it's okay to feel that way and know that you're going to get through it. And um, it really is okay to have whatever feeling we have, honestly. But yeah, the imposter syndrome, I never... <laughs> put a name on it right. like that, but it definitely uh, exists. And, you know, it's interesting because I was almost going to say it definitely exists sadly, but it's not sadly because if it's there, it's there and we just need to recognize it and then we can move on from it and then we can grow because I think it's about growing every day, every, every moment we're growing. I remember when I was in the process of opening uh, the first Blossom restaurant having those feelings, uh, you know, that I'm not good enough or what am I thinking about doing or, um, you know, no one in my family ever did anything like this. Uh, and, but then I did it and it happened and you work through those feelings. And like you said, 
it's almost like it doesn't exist then when you when you actually work with the feeling because it's just a feeling it's right. not a reality no no it's no one cares and no logically, one cares. USA Today didn't care. They hired me knowing I didn't have a degree. So look at all the logic that I was defying, right? right? It was like right. logically, but in my head, logic didn't matter. Right. No, it oftentimes doesn't. <laughs> so I want to go, I want to talk about how you got into the restaurant business. But first, I want you to share your mentoring moment because I don't know if it's going to weave into that. So mm-hmm. I don't want to take away from your mentoring moment. Mm-hmm. And then we'll mm-hmm. circle around and back to get to whatever points. Well, you know, I've been thinking a lot about my mentoring moment or moments. And we talked last week about one of them. And one was uh, a mentoring moment that came from someone I don't know, someone I've never met. And then it was a gentleman who is no longer with us, but his name is Cleveland Amory. And he was a writer for the New York Times. He opened uh, an organization called the Fund for Animals in Texas. And I received a pamphlet from him talking all about um, factory farming and just just animal neglect in general. And I was a teenager at the time. I'd never thought about animals in that way. I didn't grow up with animals. We didn't have companion animals at home. I read the pamphlet and that encouraged me to go vegetarian that day. And that was a mentoring moment because he was teaching me uh, something huge that's going on in the world that I didn't know about and that changed the entire course of my life. That From that day forward, my life changed. Um, so that's one mentoring moment. And then I can also say that on a daily basis, the uh, animals in general mentor me because their kindness and compassion and um, willingness to always teach is uh, such a mentoring moment for me. Before we continue with Pamela, let me tell you about the business platinum card from American Express. It's the card I used when I launched my business. That's because business can be done from anywhere, in the palm of your hand and at the source. However you move your business forward, with business platinum, it's not about where you are. It's about where you want to take your business next. And nothing helps you like the resources and know-how of the Business Platinum Card, backed by the service and security of American Express. Mentoring Moments is brought to you by the all-new Toyota CHR. Embrace the unexpected. So let's get back to the conversation with Pamela. My daughter is such an animal lover. Oh. When she is around animals, she's a, she is at her happiest and such a different person. And I said to my husband the other day, not knowing what your mentoring moment was going to be, but I said, you know, I think for Allie, she learns something from the animals. Yes. And that she feels that she can give back to them because there's such a bond with her, with animals. Yes. That, and I said, I it's not a one-way street, but I, so it's interesting <laughs> you just said, because I said, I really do think that not that they talk to her. I don't mm-hmm. mean that you know, literally, but, mm-hmm. but they talk to her. Yes, they and, do. They and, speak to me. Yes, that's I know that. That's a better word. They speak yes. to her. They don't talk to her. They speak to her. Yes. And I see that when I'm with her. It is really mm-hmm. magical. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Right. I don't have that connection, mm-hmm. but she does. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thrilled for her that she mm-hmm. does. So I want to go back to, I'm going to circle through all of these, but go. let's go back to the restaurant. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're a teenager, you become a vegetarian. Did you become a vegan? You're a vegetarian. First, I became right. vegan uh, several years later. So that day you decided? Vegetarian, vegetarian. yes. And did your parents think were you at home? I was at home. 
I was at home and I lived with my mom and she, you know, I went to her right away and I asked her questions about factory farming because it's something she had never talked about. And she did confirm that, yes, this goes on in the world. And, and I just said, I, I'm very strong minded. <laughs> so I don't think there was even room for her right. to, right. to get upset or say anything about it. But uh, she she got it. She understood. She got it and respected it. And there wasn't that issue didn't didn't exist. So. So then how did you get into the restaurant business? And now you're vegetarian, vegan restaurant yes. business. Did you yes. cook? Did you were you a chef? Did you go to school? I did not do any of those things, but, um, you know, it was a passion to try to do something, something that would, uh, raise aware- animal awareness basically. And I was thinking of, well, what can I do? What can I do? And, um, my then partner and I at the time talked about it and I suggested, why don't we try opening a, a small, vegan cafe, you know, maybe a couple of seats, a little takeaway. Let's go into one of the hardest businesses to yes. run in the world, no, a it, restaurant. <laughs> let's, let's do that. <laughs> Probably if I would have known, if I had a crystal ball right. and saw the, all of the stress and, and what you deal with on a daily basis that comes along with uh, having a restaurant, I, I would have, I know I would have done something to uh, raise animal awareness, but I don't know if it would have been going into the restaurant industry. But uh, yeah, so we, you know, we went looking for spaces. We decided, we had a conversation, let's do it. And we went looking for uh, spaces and we found a spot in our neighborhood, which was Chelsea. And uh, three months later, the first Blossom restaurant opened. It happened so quickly. And, um, I was just thrown into it and didn't know the first thing about running a restaurant and you, you figure it out. You just, you just figure it out. And so like, what are the things you had to figure out? Um, how to hire staff and who to hire and, um, how to construct a menu. Um, what about their work schedules and uh, things the, like that? The, the work schedule, that was one of the big, I used biggest to be in the things. restaurant business, so I was asking. Yes, like- no, that was one of the biggest things when I realized, okay, the restaurant will be open for, from 11 in the afternoon to 11 at night. What, what is the schedule going to be like? You know, how do I put this together? But then, you know, a couple of, um, servers came in who are experienced and they helped out a lot. So it, it really was a joint effort and all came together and, um, Were you scared? Terrified. <laughs> Lit- I, I wish everybody could literally see your face. terrified. You didn't like miss a beat. You're like terrified. <laughs> terrified. It was terrifying. I remember being up at night, just crying, my, literally crying myself to sleep. What, what am I getting into? What am I doing? Is anyone going to respond to this? There weren't that many vegan restaurants. I think there were maybe three or four other vegan restaurants in New York City at that time. So I was very worried about that. Would people connect to it? You know, we we put money into it. We put a lot of emotion into it. And um, I'm an ethical vegan, so I really put a lot of emotion into it. it. It wasn't about business, a business move for me. It was about trying to offer change. So yeah, I was terrified. <laughs> and then what, what happened? So what happened that then took you from, oh my God, to this is going to work? Um, that took some time. <laughs> that actually <laughs> took some time. It didn't happen as soon as the restaurant opened. But actually, I, I became a little depressed six months in because I wasn't seeing that people were making the connection to the food that I wanted them to make. I, I was looking forward to having conversations with customers about veganism and animals and 
and all of that. And, that. and that wasn't happening. People were coming and loving the food and we were getting great reviews. So I was getting a little depressed and wondering if, if it was a good move that I had made. But one day a, a customer came in who for lunch, actually, and I remember this because when we first opened for lunch, we were very, very slow. And he was the only customer in the restaurant. Um, he came in, he was a tourist, he had a big backpack and he pulled a book out, which, uh, was the China study, which is all about animals and um, health. And, and I recognized the book and I said right away, oh, you're reading the China study. And he said, yes, it's very interesting um, about how foods affect the body and all of this. So I thought, oh, that's a little green light you know, to have a conversation, um, about animal rights and all of this. And we did, and he was very grateful for the restaurant. He said, there aren't many places where I can go. I'm vegan. And that just made me feel like I knew I was on the right track and we had a great conversation. And, uh, yeah, from that point on, I, I knew I was, you know, they say in it to win it, but I knew I, that that was the right thing for me at that time. And then you decided to open another rest. So, okay, let's yes. go through this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to come over and fill your head in a yeah. second. Okay? <laughs> and say, okay, what, what was possessing you at the time? So yeah. then you opened another one and another one and yeah. another one. And yeah. so, yeah. How come? Um, well, the second, the second Blossom restaurant happened because so many people in New York were asking for a location uptown. And Which was the first blossom I went to was the one because ah. I, I didn't I've only moved I've only lived in Chelsea for three years ah. so the first one was the one uptown the yes. one that I first went to yes yes and we decided to do it we mm -hmm. just decided to do it you know we wanted to expand veganism and it, and and expand the blossom brand so we decided to do it and then I had wanted to start a vegan fast food chain because New York City is a fast paced place. And I looked at other uh, models like Chipotle and Helen Hardy and Preda Manger. And I thought, well, they're doing it, but it's not vegan. But why can't I do it right. and offer vegan food? So that happened. So Blossom du Jour <laughs> happened. We have four locations now. And then uh, I moved on to Coco V because which is, uh, are the best chocolates in the world. Coco V so is they are. We delicious. do make delicious chocolate and uh the thought behind that business is uh the whole dairy industry and how we don't make a connection to animals and and how they're used for dairy production. So I thought about something that first off is missing in the vegan world in terms of a uh, food and something that most people think uh, milk chocolate. When they think chocolate, they think milk chocolate. So we make chocolate as smooth and delicious as milk chocolate without the dairy. Um, it really is delicious. It is, thank and you. I love it the little delicious. shop. As I tell people, it reminds mm -hmm. me of the movie Shock a Lot. Yes, um, yes. Except that Johnny Depp's not. Well, Johnny Depp might be there Set, for all I know. I, I, I hope every day that he might walk in. I haven't seen him there, but no, it really is. It has that little French. It has that French it, feel it does. to it. Of that it does. Little chalk. It's really lovely. I yes. love it. There. Oh, thank you. Before we keep going with Pamela, let me tell you about an all-new crossover, the Toyota CHR, an edgy new ride that effortlessly takes center stage. It's time to embrace the unexpected. Uniquely expressive, CHR's precision-cut lines let it shine from every angle, and distinctive style meets unique spirit in the all-new Toyota CHR. Tucked away neatly and nicely all throughout your CHR are advanced safety features and measures that are designed to help keep you alert and safe in the event of an accident. 
Born from the ingenuity of a race car driver, CHR is designed to maximize driving pleasure every time you turn the wheel, whether you're cruising through the city or taking on your favorite winding road. So embrace and express that bold spirit in the smartest way possible. Visit toyota.com slash C dash HR to learn more. Drivers are responsible for their own safe driving. Always pay attention to your surroundings and drive safely. Depending on the conditions of roads, weather, and the vehicle, systems may not work as intended. It's the semi-annual sale at Mattress Firm. For a limited time, get huge savings of up to $500 on our top-rated mattresses. We have more than 15 beds with over four-star ratings on sale store-wide. Like our fan-favorite Sleepy's Firm Queen mattress, now just $299. You won't find this deal anywhere else. But hurry in, this sale ends Tuesday. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. This is Mentoring Moments with Denise Rostari. Mentoring Moments is brought to you by Upside.com. Use the promo code Forbes and get a gift card worth at least $100. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. Now back to chatting with Pamela. One of the things I think you're doing that is so great, and I hear more women and women in the food industry Mm -hmm. saying that they're using that as their platform Mm -hmm. to get a bigger message out, that it started being a chef or it started being a restaurant owner, Mm -hmm. and then they realize that that is a platform. Mm -hmm. So just like this podcast is a platform Mm -hmm. to get messages out. Your brand is a platform because yes. you've, you've gained credibility. People are listening to you mm-hmm. and they want to hear what you have to say, mm-hmm. right? They want you mm-hmm. in their world. So knowing what I know about you, that is what drives you. Yes, that is. Absolutely. It's not the restaurant business. It is not. <laughs> it's the driving force of yes. animal activism. Of but- animal activism. Absolutely. And I feel very blessed to be able to use these venues as a platform for that. Veganism has just exploded over the past few years. And for me, that's really amazing and incredible because that means that people are becoming more and more aware of animals and the environment and what responsibility we have, we each have, and what contributions we can make, we have the opportunity to make every day. Uh, to make a big, big, big difference in the world. So, yes. And I I think one of the things that's hard to wrap our arms around sometimes is the message of be happy in what you're doing, Mm -hmm. be passionate about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But yet what I just said, sometimes it's not every moment of every day, right? Because (laughs) I want to live in that world. Yeah, (laughs) me too. I want to live in that world. But it is, (laughs) just like laughing at me, like me too. But at the end of the day and during the day, you're getting what you want out of life yes. through the restaurant. Yes. And I think that's really good for people to know that sometimes you need to look at the bigger picture mm-hmm. of what is it you're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. and how do you accomplish it? And maybe I'm not saying you're going to give up the restaurants, but maybe in the future you don't run the restaurants. Mm-hmm. You still have them. Maybe you don't, maybe somebody, but whatever, yes. right? Who knows what the future will bring, yes. but it's a way of you getting your message out. Yes. And it was not a conventional way because you think about, okay, I'm a vegetarian. I want to get the message out. Mm-hmm. It's not, okay, let me open a restaurant. Right. And I love, right. right. <laughs> As I'm like looking at you yeah. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but what's great is 
that it turned into something great and you're doing great things for people mm-hmm. and you're getting the message out yes. and you're feeding people really healthy, yes. nutritious foods yes. and you're doing great things for people yes. and it all works. And it's not that you hate your job. That's different than not loving every moment yes. of it. But the yes. bigger picture is what you're loving. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's important for us all to know mm-hmm. that it's okay that we don't, because I think sometimes that message of follow your dreams, be happy, and people are like, you know, but every day is not happy. Well, it's guess never what? going to be. Every day isn't happy, but you yeah. got to find the happiness in that yes. day. Yes. And make it the best to move forward. Yes. So if you look at your future and say, if I can be doing something to get, now that you have a platform, mm-hmm. and I want a bigger platform, mm-hmm. what, well, what would you want to do? I would love to create a show where I would be what one might call a veganizer. I love that term. Like a TV show? Like a television show. And go into homes and connect with people and basically literally go into the home and go into the refrigerator and say, okay, well, let's veganize your fridge and go into your closet. Let's veganize your closet. You know, we can... How uh, would you veganize a closet? Well, basically, um, let's say... Before I show her mine, I want to (laughs) know. Like, is she going to go inside? Well, you know, we'll look inside and see what's there. If we have some leather boots or leather shoes, I'll make suggestions uh, as to where you can find products that look very, very similar and are just as comfortable, but that don't use animal products, you know, that they aren't leather. Uh, we'll see if you have any silk or any wool and, you know, make suggestions like a wonderful designer who's doing all, who has a full vegan line is Stella McCartney. Right. It's beautiful. I mean, beautiful. Everything she makes is absolutely gorgeous. No one would think twice about silk or about wool or about leather shoes. Everything she, everything she creates is just amazing. Um, so I'd go into the closet and do that. And then, you know, just looking around is seeing what's in your bathroom. You know, the shampoos are, are you purchasing brands that have been tested on uh, these products that have been tested on animals? Like we definitely don't want to support that. And especially in this day and age, there's no reason uh, for companies to do that. There are many other ways to test these products. So that's my goal and to have it be a very uplifting, fun show where people can really, and educational, it's all about educating. It's not about judging. It's about educating and then seeing if people, what people decide to connect with, you know, what they want to take away from it. But of course we would visit a animal sanctuary and so people can connect to the, to the cows and the pigs and the chickens and see how much they are are, are like our companion animals, dogs and cats that we live with every day. So that's, that's what's on my mind. That's my goal to take, to take it further because the restaurants are here in New York city, but I want to reach as many people as possible. So that's, that's what's on my mind. Okay. So here's a call out to all of our listeners. <laughs> so anybody who can help Pamela make this a reality, I have to believe there are people in the world out there <laughs> who can connect some dots. We'll give you her contact info after <laughs> or email me because I, I love this idea. I love mm. this idea. So, okay. You come and you veganize me. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. is it vegan? Was it veganized? Yes. Veganized? Okay. You veganize me. And I say, you know, I'm, I'll give up meat. But those leather boots, I mean, come on. <laughs> right, right. But it's like right. those leather boots, mm-hmm. I'm not right. Mm-hmm. Are you offended? Or is it absolutely do you not? you feel like you didn't accomplish something? No, if 
First of all, if you're going to give up meat, that is <laughs> tremendous. That's not hard for me because I really don't eat it anyway. <laughs> that's I do have a burger like once a month, but that's it. <laughs> no, that would be tremendous. But it's not, again, it's not about judging. It's about offering. And, um, and everyone will take what they take away from it. You know, I'm there to answer questions, to provide alternatives and to represent the vegan lifestyle. I've been vegan for over 20 years and I'm healthy and I'm happy and I don't miss any animal products. And I love being creative in the kitchen with, you know, plant-based foods. And it's interesting because many people ask me, what do you eat? What is a vegan diet? Not even realizing that they eat vegan foods all the time. Fruit, vegetables, grains, beans, these are all vegan foods. So um, it's not its not about being disappointed or whatever anyone can take from it will make me happy. Before we continue with Pamela, I want to tell you about an exciting new way to buy travel. It's Upside.com. At Upside, you save money on travel and you get a free Amazon gift card worth hundreds of dollars every time. You get savings and a big gift card free. Here's how they do it. Upside bundles your flights and hotel together for one low price. Bundling saves a ton of money, especially on business travel. So they give you an Amazon gift card. Your company saves money and you still keep all your miles. And right now, when you use the code Forbes, you're guaranteed a free $100 Amazon gift card your first time. The code Forbes gets you a guaranteed $100 Amazon gift card. That's a great deal. How can you not do it? Upside, save big on travel and get a big gift card every time. Go to Upside.com. That's Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. Mentoring Moments is brought to you by WordPress.com. Get 15% off any new plan purchase at WordPress.com slash Forbes. Now let's keep going with Pamela. We were talking earlier that I do this 21-day purification yes, process. Yes. And as I was saying to you that the first couple of days, so basically you eat all the fruits and vegetables you want to eat as long as you eat twice as many vegetables as you do fruits. Mm-hmm. And then you, I do this under under my holistic doctor, he's a kinesiologist under his supervision. And then he, you have shakes that bring in protein mm-hmm. for you because you're not getting any protein from right. the vegetables and, and the fruits. And you're allowed either a half a cup of... Um, brown rice or half a cup of lentils Mm -hmm. every day. And by day 10, you're allowed to reintroduce protein into your diet. Mm -hmm. By day 10, and I love fish and and I eat chicken, I eat it because I need to because it's part of the purification process and it cleanses your liver and your kidneys mm-hmm, and, that's, and mm-hmm. I love doing this, but I don't miss it. Right. So I, the first couple of days though, oh my God, the detox that your body goes through, yes. my neck kills me and it, they, he says it attacks, your detox will attack the most sensitive parts of your body. So mm-hmm. my neck is mm-hmm. a, a, one of my mm-hmm. sensitive parts of my body and my head is throbbing for like three days by taking out caffeine, by taking right. out alcohol, by taking out even doing Advil's or mm-hmm. any of that, mm-hmm. right? All mm-hmm. the things we do. Mm-hmm. And that's when you really realize that as healthy as I eat, and I'm pretty healthy, mm-hmm. that there's so many toxins that are going oh, in. The air we breathe. Right. right. And then the ener- my energy level by day four is just like so high. Yes. Once I'm, yes. So, you know, you see how it really, so when I get off the diet, I try to keep as much of the goodness in my diet. Right. You know, right. I, said, I, I hardly ever eat red meat, but, and I do eat a lot of junk though. <laughs> <laughs> I love chocolate. <laughs> Not that that's junk, but... They say chocolate's right, good, good for you. you. Right. 
So now we're going to do a segment called I'm Done With That. Speaking oh, of things that yes. we're done with, like in yes. red meat and all that. Yes. So the other day, speaking of I do need a closet cleanse, I, <laughs> and, I, and I keep saying I'm simplifying my life, I am. But then I go shopping and I just complicate <laughs> my life after that. So when we, we redid our bedroom, when we had closets built, and there was this big drawer that was empty after we got everything mm. organized. And it was like, well, that's nice to have this big empty drawer. And it's probably like three feet wide by two feet. I mean, it's like really this big drawer and maybe like 10 inches high. And it was perfectly empty. Now, it's like filled to the brim. Oh, my goodness. And everything, every <laughs> other drawer is filled to the brim. So I'm done with filling my space with ah, stuff, whether it's my mind. Right. Like thinking, oh, there's an extra 10 minutes. Let right. me fill that up with something right. that I don't need. Right. Which sometimes is television <laughs> with all the political <laughs> stuff that's going on. Right. Um, my clothes, all of those things. I don't want to fill the empty spaces mm. all the time. So that's what I'm done with. Yes. Yes. No, that's, that's, that's. I'm a work in progress on all of this. That's that was a good a, one. But having this list of keeps me in check. Yes. I say that now I'll head off to Barney's afterwards <laughs> and go buy something. But other than that. <laughs> yes. I love what you said about you're done with filling your space, like your space, your, um, like my mental your space, inner space. Right. Yes, because we need that space around us. We need to have space and time. So I've just decided I'm done with that also. Right. And I'm done with being, <laughs> no, I'm not done with being a nurturer. I want to be a nurturer. Yes. But to the point where it takes, so once again, like not leaving space for me, but yes. giving space to everybody else. Yes. There's a balance in that. There's a balance. And so I'm, that's, I'm done with that empty, yeah. filling the empty space. Yes. No, that's wonderful. Okay. That's wonderful. And so what are you done with? I'm done with not listening to my inner voice, not listening to my gut. I'm done with that because that's gotten me into trouble. And I've seen time and time again that I end up saying to myself, I should have just listened to myself. I should have just listened to myself. And so why myself. don't you? Because I'm bad at this too. Yes. Sometimes I don't know which sign to follow. Right. Okay. And that's tricky. That's right. tricky because we find ourselves, right, we don't know which sign to follow. But then if we sit, let's say we meditate with just that one question, um, it comes, it comes to you. Like you feel it, you feel it in literally in your gut. You feel right. it, you feel the, the, the answer, or you feel what is really there to move you and support you. Um, and so why don't you follow it then? If you, if you know it, you don't follow it. Sometimes I don't follow it because other people seem to have a certain influence and I'm done with that. I'm done with letting people have a certain influence over me when I know I should be listening to myself instead. So it's those outside voices. It's those outside voices. So why do you trust them over? I do the same thing. So I'm mm -hmm. not looking, I'm not judging you. I do the same yeah. thing. And, you, yeah. and I've told the story on the podcast and you know the story about yes. my daughter and I, my daughter and me going to California and the outside signs of oh, yes. the, the lighthouse. Yes, yes. So I've told the story on the podcast. Yes. I won't repeat it, but, um, you know, sometimes the outside signs you want to pay attention to and other yes. times it's that inner when you're able to say, I need to listen to that. And that's hard it to is, figure it out. It is hard. But why do you allow the other people yes. voices to overpower yours? And it's it's certain it's a certain energy, let's say. Not not even a person, but a certain energy. And then it makes me think about I think I mentioned to you that I'm I'm a big believer in astrology. Yes. And I work with an astrologer who's an amazing astrologer. Uh, and he talks a lot about that and listening to your own inner guidance and not there, there are times when, uh, we might 
have to work with certain people or deal with certain people or certain situations. And it's just karmically set up for disaster. (laughs) And we have to try to, we have to work with that challenge. We have to figure out how to get through it. And I think for me in particular, I have some of those karmic situations where I get caught up in it a little bit. And it's the energy that I don't know how to deal with more than, uh, than anything else. And then that's what kind of gets me second guessing myself. So, but I do pay very close attention to it now. Does anybody ever go back to the imposter syndrome? Do you think like, Mm. well, maybe I don't know it, you know, maybe it's like, I'm, I'm an imposter. Uh, I, can't, I can't trust my gut on this yeah, because I don't deserve I to trust my yes. gut. Yes. I think, I think a lot of times it goes down to that. It's, it, it's kind of deep in it and it makes me reflect on childhood and things like that, that might've planted that kind of seed. I always think that if we're able to look at it, if we're brave enough to look at these things and they're all feelings, it's always a feeling, right? I feel like this. I feel like that. If we're brave enough to look at it, then an answer comes. Then we're able to connect to ourselves in a greater way and help ourselves in that way. And I think that's the really hard part is being able to admit to ourselves, like the women the other the other day when I was presenting about the imposter syndrome saying, you know, no one ever mm-hmm. talks about this. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes us realize that it's, we all go through this. We all go through right. it. And it's okay. It really is okay. And we all go through it. And it's, you were saying this, it's so important to say that and for other people to hear it, um, especially women, because we carry t- way too much every day. We carry so much. It's important to know that we have, we have each other's back. Right. Before we keep going with the conversation, let me tell you about WordPress.com. There's a great little resale store in my neighborhood that I love to visit because I love to find the unexpected, like the little vintage purse I just bought the other day that has all these flowers. They're orange and pink and red, and I just love it. And everyone there knows my name. But how can a small business make a really big impact? by going to wordpress.com and creating a website for your business or personal blog. Even if you don't have a clue how to build a website, wordpress.com can guide you through the process, starting with customized themes. Plus, when you're on wordpress.com, you'll get built-in social sharing and search engine optimization. On wordpress.com, you're part of a community with support 24-7. So come see why nearly 30% of all websites run on WordPress and why more websites run on WordPress than on any other platform. So get started today with 15% off any new plan purchase. Go to wordpress.com slash Forbes to create your website and find the membership plan that's right for you. That's wordpress.com slash Forbes for 15% off your brand new website. wordpress.com slash Forbes. You're listening to Mentoring Moments with Denise Rastari. I've noticed lately that, and since I've been taking my breathing classes, <laughs> which I'm loving taking my breathing <laughs> classes, so for people who may have missed an episode, Agapi Stasinopoulos was on the show, and she suggested after the show, and I say this because she sounds just like her, she's Ariana Huffington's sister, so picture that voice, and Agapi <laughs> says to me, darling, you don't breathe, you're going to my breathing coach, and I'm going to, I, I was like, okay, whatever, but I love it, I love it, because I swear that being able to breathe, mm-hmm. and I mean, literally allowing the breath to come in, and it doesn't mean that we have to sit around and take 20 deep breaths every 10 seconds, and whatever, it's right. like, this is not craziness, but when you get into that mode, 
of just thinking about breathing. Mm-hmm. It just slows you down. Yes. And Libby Moore was telling me, who's also been on the show, show. So Libby was Oprah's chief of staff for 11 years. She's mm-hmm. now a consultant, a life coach. And she was saying that Navy SEALs, before they do anything, they take three deep mm-hmm. breaths. And that puts them into a different zone to be able yes. to conquer. So I'm kind of like, okay, if a Navy if SEAL, <laughs> whatever's in front of me, yeah. isn't all that tough. Yes, that's like, right. So if that's I just right. take deep, three deep breaths, how much further can I go? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the breathing, connecting, you know, meditation, so important. It's all connecting, allowing ourselves to connect with ourselves. Right. Basically. So this is great. These topics talking about breathing, it really is so important. And yes. now we're going to switch over to takeaways where I've crowdsourced questions from our listeners that things they want to know from you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so one of the big questions was, and I think this goes to being veganized, is what is it that I should have if I had five or 10 things in my refrigerator ah. to start with? What are, it doesn't mean only, but what mm-hmm. are like five or 10 things I should or shouldn't have? You can go either way. Should or shouldn't. Right. I'll let you go either way. <laughs> okay. Well, the shouldn't. Putting the power with you yes. to make the decision. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, Obviously, since we're talking about veganizing, then we shouldn't have any animal products, which means uh, meat, fish, dairy, or eggs in the fridge, in the house. So that's the first thing. Um, We want to have um, some plant-based milks, and there's so many on the market today, cashew, soy, almond, Brazil, flax, oat, the list just goes on and on. So we want to have that. Um, We definitely uh, want to have fresh vegetables, dark green leafy vegetables, kale, collard greens, Swiss chard. There's so much calcium in collard greens and kale. Um, You want to have those dark leafy greens. You want to have fresh vegetables, obviously. Grains, quinoa is a wonderful grain. I like to go to the herbs, turmeric, wonderful herb to uh, a spice to cook with. What about ginger? Uh, Ginger, definitely. Fresh fruits, you know, apples. It's true, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Why it, is the that? vitamin C in, an, in, a, in a raw apple is just incredible. A lot of fresh fruits. And if we want to go into talking about easy foods to help you transition to veganism, if people are used to eating a lot of meat or a lot of dairy, there's some wonderful plant-based uh, mayonnaise uh, substitutions that taste just like mayonnaise, but don't have any of the cholesterol. And you and I were talking about cholesterol levels earlier, but we really want to keep a cholesterol level of around 140. And you can absolutely do that on a plant-based diet. No question about it. Even if you have cholesterol issues or history, going over to a plant-based diet will help you accomplish that. And then of course, we want to get into the fun foods. Like there's so many delicious vegan ice creams out there. Um, so I would recommend that and going into your, um, uh, whole foods or whatever large supermarket, even delis today are carrying a lot of plant-based products, but a big one is a, a butter replacement. And there are a number of uh, vegan butters on the market today, which are amazing that are uh, coconut based or uh, oil based. So it, those are the must haves. So if I had to cut one thing out of my diet to start with, if I said, okay, I'm going to cut one thing out, 
one thing. Red meat or butter? <laughs> what would you like? If I said I'm going to start slow. Yes. If, if were... you're going to start slowly, can we can we say dairy and have that include butter and yes, all dairy yes, products? Right. Let's focus on dairy. Oh, good. I, I'm at a good start because I don't do any dairy products. <laughs> right. And, and you I don't like mayonnaise. So. And you hardly eat meat. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I do yeah. chicken and fish. Yeah. Yeah. I would encourage people, obviously, to cut out the meat and the dairy and the eggs because of the, uh, the way animals are used to produce all of these products. But um, the dairy is causing so many health issues uh, and the animals suffer greatly for, for any food production, non-vegan food production, but they really suffer terribly and there isn't enough attention given to uh, dairy products. Right. So cutting those out um, will help with your health and will help the animals tremendously. And the second question is the entrepreneurial side. Yes. So we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening and they want to know that mistake. You know, tell them a story of a mistake oh. that you made that you like that like is making you cringe like right now that oh. you learned from and you're like yes. makes me cringe when I think about it. But yes, okay. Well, this kind of goes back to the "what are you done with?" question. Um, not listening to my gut and rushing to make a big business decision without really sitting with myself and taking the time to make sure it wasn't only my passion that was driving me to make a specific choice, but also the fact that it needs to make proper business sense. So, um, so don't let the train drive you. Don't like, yeah, like, take it, that it, step back and think about it, it. It can't, we, we always have the passion there because that is ultimately what does drive us. Right. right. But in business, it has to make business sense. We have to make these important business decisions, especially as an entrepreneur, because the pressure's on you at the end of the day, you're taking care of everyone, you know, who's working with you and, and you're representing something very specific, your, your business. So you want to make sure you take the time, take a deep breath, even if it takes days or weeks sometimes before you can come to the de proper decision, just make sure you take the time to do that. And if I, when I look back on my career and especially my entrepreneurial years, that has always been the thing that I would say I would change. It was that leaping in that somebody was saying, yes. this is a great idea. And it would be like, oh, I love that idea. Yes. And then you're yes. going down a different track and yes. it's, and you're not thinking it through. Yes. And something you also just said, Pamela, is that as an entrepreneur, once you have people working for you, you are responsible yes. for a lot of people, a lot of people. And that is another tough part. And for everyone Very who's tough. thinking about being an entrepreneur, yes. it's not just, and I'm all about being an entrepreneur. So I say, go for it. Yes. But you've got, you have to do it with your eyes open. It's yes. not just about watching or thinking your great idea will get legs and action will happen. And yes. hopefully that happens. But along the way, if you start bringing people on, you've got to pay them. You've yes. got to, and and that is you're responsible yeah. for them. Yeah. And you're responsible for people. I mean, I can remember health insurance for people. Yes, all of yes. it. You're yes. responsible. And if you're not making it, their kids don't have health yes. insurance. And, and you, you think about, or at least I do, I think about everyone every day. Yes. <laughs> so it's a, it's a lot. And so as we're making, as you said, as we're making these decisions, we have to think there are so many other pieces to every bad decision we make yes. and we'll get through them. We'll get through them. Yes, but, we do. But if we can make fewer of them because we take the time to think through them, exactly. then it's a lot easier for everyone. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. So thank you. Thank you for being here. So <laughs> here's what I'm going to talk to the Forbes team about doing like a Facebook live where you can come in and you can veganize my kitchen. That would be amazing. Unless, I I'm would not sure I'm going to say that. veganize me because I got to give up those boots. But let's, well, okay, you can veganize me too. I'll okay. bring some amazing <laughs> okay. uh, vegan boots with me. Okay. okay. And then we could maybe cook something. So I'm going to talk about doing this and we can incredible. capture it on film. And so where can we find you? Where can all of our listeners go to find you? You can find me on Instagram at Big Apple Vegan and also um, on the web at BigAppleVegan.com. And thank you. And everybody in New York, go to Blossom oh, and go get the chocolates no oh, matter where you live. Get the you chocolates. So <laughs> thank you so much. Across. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for joining us today. And to get Mentoring Moments the moment it's live every Wednesday, remember to download new episodes on the Podcast One app or subscribe at Apple Podcasts or podcastone.com. And make sure to rate, review, and share. And check out my show notes on Forbes.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, what you're doing. I'm... Well, I'm not exactly 100% ready to be veganized, but I am open-minded and I want to be, I want to do parts of it. I'm not ready to go up the leather boots, I have to say, but maybe I could be. But my refrigerator, I'm ready to look at how do I do a better job. And I'm done with filling my space, whether it's emotionally or physically, with things that just don't bring me joy. What about you? And that imposter syndrome. I am so done with the imposter syndrome. Have you ever been there? You done with it? If you're there, we got to get over it. So talk to me. I'm easy to find, always on Twitter, at Denise Ristari. Until next week, keep sharing your stories because your stories matter. Download new episodes of Mentoring Moments every Wednesday at podcastone.com, forbes.com, the Podcast One app, or you can subscribe at iTunes. Hey, have you heard? Podcast One has a whole bunch of awesome new shows filled with big names that are waiting for you on our brand new amazing app. This one's a game changer. There's Norman Lear talking to Amy Poehler, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Charles Barkley. Geffen Playhouse Unscripted with Brian Cranston, Josh Gad, and soon Neil Patrick Harris. Nice. OC Real Housewife, Heather Dubrow's World, Lady Gang's Three Mimosa Podcast with Leah Michelle, Nelly Furtado, L. King, and more. Plus every episode of The Adam Carolla Show, Dan Patrick, and Rich Eisen. And if you like what happens in the ring, we've got Steve Austin, Chris Jericho, Chael Sonnen, and a whole bunch more. So download our one of a kind new app and see for yourself. Go to the App Store, Google Play, or download it now at podcast1.com. It's the semi-annual sale at Mattress Firm. For a limited time, get huge savings of up to $500 on our top-rated mattresses. We have more than 15 beds with over four-star ratings on sale store-wide. Like our fan-favorite Sleepy's Firm Queen mattress, now just $299. You won't find this deal anywhere else. But hurry in, this sale ends Tuesday. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. London police have arrested Julian Assange on extradition charges to the United States, as well as for violating his bail. Assange is accused of publishing classified documents through WikiLeaks. In 2010, he told Sky News he was worried about what the U.S. might do to him. The United States recently has shown that its institutions seem to be failing. Uh, They are failing to follow the rule of law. And with dealing with a superpower that does not appear to be following, following the rule of law is a serious business. He also said in 2010 the U.S. officials had threatened him and those associated with him. There has been many calls by senior political figures in the United States 
including elected ones in the Senate, uh, for my execution, uh, the kidnapping of my staff. Edward Snowden, the former security contractor who leaked classified information about U.S. surveillance programs, says the arrest of Assange is a blow to media freedom. I'm Rita Foley.